welcome to The Entrepreneurial Lawyer, How to Grow Your Law Firm, a podcast for managing and growing your legal practice. Hello, and welcome to this episode of The Entrepreneurial Lawyer. I am your host, Dan Cuneo, along with the amazing co-host, Sarah Tan Bates. How are you? I, I think you're amazing as well. Who? You? <laughs> There's nobody else in here. I'm talking to myself. <laughs> we have a fun episode ahead of us. You know why? Um, I, I feel like it's because this is a slightly, maybe controversial is not the right word, but again, another one of those potentially new trends popping up in the modern day law firm. And I am trendy. You, you are. <laughs> so this fits right in. This is definitely in my wheelhouse. Uh, so I think you and I maybe were both reading either the same article or articles that were very similar to one another. About online scheduling? Online scheduling. Yeah, it's it's the, it's the wave of the future. And I, and I say future, and it's probably already come and gone. There's going to be something new. But right now, it's the... It's the big thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, So something that stood out to me when I, I I don't know about you, I just love to love to go out and just find any and all information, you know, and I, not all of it's good. I know that. I know that. But LinkedIn is such a great place for that where you can read or download or just educate yourself on new trends or what people are doing or trying or hearing. Uh, What I was reading, it was an article about what clients are looking for when selecting an attorney or a law firm. And it talked about some of those common trends we've discussed already or that you would expect. So, you know, stronger communication, but online scheduling came up. And when I read it, it actually said 79% of people that had been surveyed stated if they are not given the option to schedule online with an attorney, that they are likely going to continue to look until they can find one that offers that. Have you ever scheduled anything online before? I try to schedule my entire life online. It's like uh, people say it all the time about their doctor, yeah, or um, car maintenance. I, what, are, what other things do you schedule online? Almost everything. everything. You can even schedule online. I know I do for shopping. If I wanted to go buy something, I'd schedule with the, the person over at you know Nordstrom, for example, and make an appointment, and we walk around. and yeah. They take care of, you know, yeah. your your alterations, I guess, right? Where, where you or help me pick out an and outfit. shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but exactly. But it, it got me thinking, and I know you and I were chatting about this. Um, so we started poking around and realized there are a significant number of law firms out there that don't offer it. And if they do, it's a pared down version. Very pared down. So Why? I think they're nervous. I think they're just dipping their toe in the water. Yeah. But in this situation, you really just need to jump in the deep end. My now, mind... I, I may retract that a little bit based upon the size of your, your company or your firm, but there's sources out there, software, that's really reasonable based, of course, upon the size of your firm. And, and I know reasonable is a subjective term, but just think of the volume that you can bring in as long as you give, give that access. As we sit here today... The majority of individuals have an iPhone or an Android. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The majority of in- individuals are always on their phone. And the majority of people are always getting their information from their phone and booking things on their phone. Yeah. So I why agree. not make it as convenient to the client as possible? I, and it should. I agree. My mind, just the only thing I could think 
is it the conflict checks? Is it, you said it, you know, being being nervous. Um, is it being nervous about putting calendar availability out there? And of course, that would be locked down. So you wouldn't see what those calendar entries actually are. You would just see the available time. That's all that would pop up. Right. But my mind also went to, is there a fear or concern? Because all the time you hear about security breaches, um, especially when it comes to software, that, oh my gosh, if there is some type of breach, is my entire calendar about to pop up online, which potentially exposes confidential information? Mm-hmm. That's Those are big things. So I'm not saying that's all I could think of, but um, I, I don't know. The, that's where my mind went is to those two. Now, for some, it would it, it's a little bit of, a training, right? And uh, from a prior episode of ours that you talked at length and gave great ideas and suggestions on. But we, we as attorneys need to be more diligent to make sure our calendars are up to date. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, my, my recommendation would be though, if we're talking about growing a law firm, driving revenue, what's helping to bring in clients. And if Again, this was one article, but you hear it all the time. If just in this one article, 79% of people that were surveyed are looking for that option and it's not available to them, firms need to be thinking about it. Right. And it, well, as you mentioned, else in every field, a partner of mine, we were talking and just anecdotally, he won't go see a doctor unless there's availability schedule online. I get it. Even an online visit. Yeah. I mean, we're a service provider in the legal industry, and we just want to make it easier for the clients. They can allow them to schedule online, do the consults online. I mean, a lot of times they may not even have to come into the office much, if ever, because you can do things via Zoom, WebEx, Teams. And, and, and I mean, I... I love the human aspect of it where you can connect and interact with people, but I, I do think that most people get very less annoyed about having to meet with their attorney, possibly face-to-face, more annoyed with having to sit on the phone with somebody, though, and give them all of this information Mm -hmm. to schedule a meeting or for an intake process when they would much rather do it at their own convenience, you know, as you said, sitting on their phone, maybe it's during their lunch break, um, and then they're just done with it. Right. And just done. And then they don't have to actually talk to a person until it's time for that scheduled meeting. And depending upon the issue and the matter of law that you'd have to go see somebody on, sometimes it can be very personal. Yeah. So you don't want to make that phone call in front of your, your colleagues or if it's a domestic issue in front of your spouse or have that record of from the phone bill, right? Yeah. Or that text message. So you can do it online. I agree. just make it so easy. I agree. I mean, again, it's just another one of those things that shows you how much the legal industry is changing. It, it, it is definitely changing and evolving, but the legal industry is just so far behind. It's slow, but it'll it'll get there, right? It'll get there. I think good things are happening, but um, yeah, I just thought it was an interesting topic. I thought it was fascinating that you and I both apparently read the same thing. So I, I think today it's more of just us giving a, a tip and a recommendation to firms out there saying, why are we not getting that same volume of people calling us, right. you know, potentially wanting to retain our services? It's something to look at. 
And then the unique thing with the online scheduling, you can always turn it on, you can always turn it off, you can pare it down. So you're not locked into a certain defined schedule. That's up to you. Right. And it doesn't mean just because you offer online scheduling that you still couldn't have an individual or a team that may need to reach out right. and connect for some reason or another. I mean, but you can just disclose that. Mm-hmm. You know, and your comment earlier about the the conflicts that that's definitely spot on. We have to make sure that we're addressing that. And I think a simple solution, at least one solution, would be an auto reply email or text back saying your appointment's confirmed, subject to the conflict check, because yeah. we can't ignore that. You know, something else that I learned, um, and I guess I should have known this because we've all checked this box. But if you are going to have the online intake, you know, scheduling process. If you're asking for preferred method of contact and they select text, that then there has to be some type of verification that they can, in fact, receive text communications from you. So more of a, a verification that it's that person and not just verifying that they're not a robot. Yeah, I guess so. I Because am. I think you can break that down to two. That's an excellent point to where... And that's something we would, that's a great topic we could discuss in an ethics presentation yeah. or even on another episode is what are the, the risks and how can we try to make sure that we're in compliance with not just the ABA rules of ethics, but your local rules of mm-hmm. ethics too. Yeah, I, I had questions about that. I said, okay, what happens with this communication via text? I'm assuming you can export. Can you put it into a client's file? You know, um, how do we ensure confidentiality through all of these steps? Right. Yeah, I, I'm with you. You know, my mind went to a million in different places, but without digging into it, because we could talk about this um, in a whole different episode, you can check all those boxes. You yep. can you can check them all um, to meet the ethical obligations that attorneys have to maintain that confidentiality. I know a lot of people say don't text message with your your client, right? Um, but it's hard because it's so easy. But as long as you have a method to be able to track those texts. And secure those. Texts. I just thought of something else, which is a pretty cool software that I was looking into that apparently a lot of attorneys are using now to export text messages, not only for themselves and their clients, but especially in domestic mm-hmm. um, between those opposing parties. Maybe next time we'll talk about it. So many interesting topics that we always uncover and discover. Just through the chit-chat. Right. Yeah. But the online scheduling, I think, is just one of those tools that you can continue to stay ahead of, but also increase the revenue for the firm. Absolutely. Something that is so easy to implement that the cost is somewhat de minimis compared to what the ROI on that would be. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, so for all of our viewers, uh, again, this is just a tip, a takeaway. If you are looking to try something new, if you feel like, um, again, those initials are down or those calls are slowing down, think about it, look into it, consider your options there because it does truly seem like uh, individuals looking for legal representation, they are right. looking for that that online option. Yeah. Well, I appreciate everyone tuning in. Sarah, it's great having this discussion with you. Yeah, this is a good one. Hopefully everyone found it informative and valuable. Please remember to like and subscribe to Entrepreneur Lawyer. Thanks again, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Entrepreneurial Lawyer, How to Grow Your Law Firm, presented by Lexicon. Lexicon is a legal software and services provider that enables lawyers to do what they do best, practice law. 
Tune in next time with our hosts. And be sure to subscribe and leave your review on your preferred podcast streaming platform or by visiting lexiconservices.com. Thank you.